are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hard to sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candice Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. And you can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So here's what I have on tap for you today. As you heard, the new coaching staff is ripe and ready to give the Carolina fans what they've been missing. Maybe it's a national championship. Maybe it's just a final four appearance maybe it's an elite eight or sweet 16 who knows but the men's basketball staff has been announced so we're going to go over who those gentlemen are more importantly how you feeling about it would love to know hit me up at candace cooper gonna give you my thoughts i got two out of four right feeling good about myself you know, I'm not exactly an expert, but I do my thing. I try I try to handle my business, right? So there it is. So we're going to dive right into it. I hope you guys are having a great Thursday. We are almost to Friday, one day closer to the weekend, and it feels good to gear up for what should be a very exciting fall and winter with the Carolina men's basketball program. If you have an opportunity, just give a little love for the women. I hope you are tuning in to the WNBA draft. Because, you know, we've got our girl, Janelle Bailey, who is going to take her talents as well as Stephanie Watts getting their name called, certainly or eventually signed to somebody's roster. So there's that. Now, let's get into these new assistant coaches for the men's basketball team. Hubert Davis, who, of course, played with Carolina. He was a team captain back in 91 and 92, had a 12-year NBA career. He elevated Sean May to assistant coach. Then he brought in Jeff Lebo as an assistant, as well as hired Jackie Manuel as director of player and team development. In addition, he brought Brad Frederick, who will return for his ninth year on the basketball staff and fifth as an assistant coach. Eric Hoots, an assistant to the athletic director for men's basketball, is now director of basketball operations. And we are ready to talk about how good these coaches are going to be for these men coming up this season. This will be the first time in men's basketball head coach in all three primary assistant coaches were former Tar Heels is the second time the three assistants were former UNC players, Phil Ford, Dave Hanners, and Pat Sullivan serving under Bill Guthridge back in 1997 and 2000. So we all know Hubert Davis wanted to bring in guys who have played at Carolina. He kept harping on the fact that he wanted to keep it in the family. You can't coach right if you haven't experienced it firsthand. We argued about that, you know, give or take. You could play. If you can play basketball, you can coach basketball in some sense, right? If you know what you're doing, if you know how to lead men, you can do it from anywhere. You don't have to necessarily be a Tar Heel, but Hubert Davis is very close to that. He really wants that connection. He wanted to have a connection between Coach Smith, Coach Guthridge, Coach Doherty, and Coach Williams. And he wanted his players to have some sort of vibe with the coaching staff in terms of being able to connect on the levels that not necessarily other people can't. So he wanted former head coach's personalities to the current team, which was a huge incentive for him ultimately. He said, quote, Carolina basketball is all of them, and I wanted a staff that had that diversity experiences to give 
the most to our players. He was talking specifically about the coaches, Jeff, Sean, Brad, and Jackie, all played for one or more of the coaches that he mentioned before. And Hoots has been on the UNC staff for 20 years. Each of the coaches and Jackie have played, coached, and worked in college basketball for a long time, but they connect with today's generation of players as well, and that's critically important too. So they've been a part of national championships, ACC championships. They've been players, most outstanding players of the year, Sean May, right? They have been a part of it as a personal, personally as a player and as a coach. So they've seen the highs and lows, the tough years, right? They have been a part of it all. But where does that leave some of the people that were with the coaching staff with Coach Williams? We know Steve Robinson and Kendall Marshall will not be moving forward with us, but they hopefully I hope I hope Mr. Robinson has decided to retire because I think he's done a lot for the game. And hopefully Kendall finds himself maybe at UNCG taking on a position or who knows, giving himself an opportunity to keep coaching, finding part of that Carolina family tree. So I think that it's important that they find some sort of element to keep it all in the family, right? So let's dive into each coach one by one. Sean May spent the last six seasons on Roy Williams' staff, including the previous four as director of basketball operations. So hint, hint, if you want to be a walk-on at Carolina one day, I just think Go ahead, find your spot, maybe get on, get in on the director of basketball operations, and then eventually you can be a coach. Who knows? I'm not saying that's how it works, but it seems very eerie to how it might be going on for this Carolina coaching tree so far. So he won back in 2005, right? And then he was able to stay within the program, figure out his footing, what have you, and get on that way. More importantly, though, he was 2005 first-round NBA draft pick and one of seven Tar Heels to average double-double for his career. So he's been a team greatness on all sides of the ball, arguably one of the best college players to ever do it. He's been among, you know, the greats, what have you. Scored 26 points and grabbed 10 rebounds in that 2005 national championship game, and he was ACC's top male athlete and first-team All-American back in 05. Sean May said, listen, Playing for North Carolina means everything. I played here. I won championship here. It's where I decided to learn the other side of basketball when I joined Coach Williams' staff six years ago. Now I have an opportunity to do what I am passionate about, which is teach the game of basketball. So Coach Davis giving him that opportunity. It's going to be a good road. He's learned from Coach Davis. He's excited to go down the path with Hubert. And he hopes that he can really bring an element to teach these young guys expectations on and off the field. We know that Sean May is going to be a great addition. And that was one of my picks. So ding, ding, three points for Kansas. Then you got my guy, Jeff Levo. He is a almost 30-year college coaching vet, including 20 years of head coaching experience at Auburn, Chattanooga, ECU, and Tennessee Tech. As you all know, because I've harped on him plenty of times, he gives me that pops role, right? Obviously having his son, Creighton, Rising sophomore on the UNC men's basketball team, he has that element where he can be a part of his family, coach his son, as well as, you know, pour into these young guys and speak from a, a fatherly space, right? Sean May, of course, has kids, but it's different, right? His kids are obviously not of the collegiate level. So Jeff Lebo, Coach Lebo can talk to these guys from a, a father figure-esque type atmosphere. 
Coach Lebo said it was exciting for me to hear from Hebert when he got the job. I'm so happy for him and happy for Carolina basketball because other than maybe Coach Williams, we got a guy who loves Carolina as much as anyone in the world and is someone who's ready to take us to the next level. I play with Hubert. I've been coaching a long time and the chance to come back to Chapel Hill and coach with Hubert and have my son Creighton playing here as a walk-on is a dream come true for me. Who, I mean, that's any guy who loves the game the way – you know, most of these cats out here do. How can you not enjoy or would not love to play somewhere, play at one of the highest levels there is of college basketball, and then have the opportunity to get your son in the game, walk on, and be able to coach him ultimately? That's chef's kiss, right? And so I'm happy again. Two out of four ain't bad. I'm feeling good about myself. I think Coach Levo is going to be a great addition to this squad. Now we got our other two. They're a little bit of surprises. People are feeling different ways about it, right? I want to talk about the other two who everyone's not thrilled about. And you could not be thrilled about all four. And that's fine, too, right? We'll love to see another day. They're not crying over you. But let's talk about the last two, Brad, Frederick, and Jack Emanuel and what they'll bring to the squad and maybe why we can just relax a little bit because I think they're equipped to handle, you know, what's necessary. But first, I got to remind you guys that rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, even new carpet. Then you've got the fact that rockauto.com is unique and remarkably easy to navigate Quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for, for, for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. So we have two coaches that, of course, everyone wasn't exactly like, yeah, on the radar. They weren't exactly, you know, beating down the door, thinking like, yes, we need to get them on the staff. I had gone so hard for Rasheed Wallace. I just really wanted him, right? I think King Rice would have been great as well, only because I've heard his press conference, and I feel like he loves Carolina more than anything. But I understand wanting to be a head coach. No tea, no shade. That's awesome. I really wanted Rasheed Wallace because bottom line, at the end of the day, you need somebody who's going to get in somebody's face. Right, I know the game's changed a little bit. You can't exactly be as hard on the children as you used to. But Rasheed Wallace would have given that extra oomph that Carolina really needs right now. We can, we can try as we may to act like Carolina's not a little bit charm uh, and soft out here. But I'm okay with <laughs> getting back to a certain level where we have a little hard-nosed, tough, gritty players on our squad. They could still be there. I've seen some savage energy. Shout out to Caleb Love, right? Seen it. Seen little bits and pieces. But can we see consistently? Uh-huh. We're going to hope and see. Maybe we'll get it from Coach Frederick, who has been a part of collegiate coaching staff for the past 22 seasons. He joined Williams, Roy Coach Roy Williams' staff prior to the 2013-2014 season after 14 seasons on staff at Vanderbilt. Shout out to Vanderbilt. As we know, Coach Stackhouse is doing his thing out there. He moved into an assistant role with the Tar Heels back in 2017 and became the head coach of the JV program back in 2019. While at Vanderbilt, the Commodores won an SEC title, twice advanced to the Sweet 16, and since joining UNC staff, you know Carolina's gone on a nice run, right? Frederick. Played for head coach Dean Smith in 96-97 and for coach Guthridge the next two seasons, in addition to working eight seasons for coach Williams. So, Frederick has been a part of the game 
for a good minute. He said, listen, I am absolutely thrilled to continue coaching at Carolina and have the opportunity to work for Coach Davis. I've had the pleasure of working alongside him for the past eight years, and I think he's going to do an amazing job to lead. Having been fortunate enough to play for Coach Smith and Guthridge and then work for Coach Williams, I was able to see and learn from the best on a daily basis. So if you're a Carolina fan of old and you're used to certain level of Carolina greatness, you're probably thrilled to have someone who's seen it all, done it all. But can they be a Coach Smith, a Coach Williams? Who knows, right? Maybe they're just waiting for their turn, waiting for their moment, waiting for a different set of leadership to help bring that out of them. Maybe that's what they're looking for. Maybe that's what soon they'll find, right? So we can't, before the, you know, the new people who say, we just need fresh blood, we need fresh air, fresh eyes. I understand your play. I get it. But maybe, you know, with a new opportunity, a different title under your belt, a different paycheck, you might carry yourself different. You might pour into guys a little bit differently. So who knows what's going to happen under Coach Frederick's tutelage as an assistant, an elevated assistant rather, right? I think it'll be a great time. Who's gonna, who knows how he'll respond to Coach Davis? Maybe they'll be, you know, Batman and Robin towards each other and they'll be able to feed off each other and it'll be a great time. Who knows? But I think it's time to give people an opportunity before we're just so hard and critical and crucial, right? So I hear you, but I'm also ready to give people chances. You gotta give grace before you get down and, you know, get a little tense about the situation. And finally... I think he'll be needed to extend most grace to is coach Jack Emanuel. He will join Davis's staff after being a part of the UNC women's basketball program, where he was director of player personnel development and recruiting operations. He came back to Chapel Hill in the fall after playing professional basketball for five seasons and working as an assistant for UNC G under Wes Miller. All right, who just got an amazing job at Cincinnati, by the way, and no one ever thought he would leave UNCG, thought he was waiting for this UNC opportunity. Of course, his name was in the running, and um, people said his age was one of the reasons and factors didn't happen. You know, uh, clearly he wasn't a JV coach, didn't go through the director of basketball operations route, and then end up being on the staff and, you know, what have you. So I'm just saying for my guys who want to be walk-ons, that's your route. Don't say I didn't tell you, okay? But good luck to Coach West Miller at Cincinnati. I think he's going to do an amazing job. But Jack Emanuel has been under greatness, right? He's learned from other greats, and now he's looking to do his thing under Coach Davis. He was a tri-captain for Roy, first national championship back in 04 and 05, clearly played with Sean May. He is one of the guys who just, you know, brings a different level of energy, saying, quote, this is home, a place where I grew up and became a man. It's an opportunity for things to come full circle for me. I always dreamt about working at UNC when I got into coaching. I love Hubert. There's always something about his spirit from the first time I met him years ago. When I was a player, I looked up to him because of his character and as a man of faith. Okay, period. Hallelujah. He represents all of the things I believe in as a leader. So listen. I don't know how you can't get excited about that, <laughs> but you should be. I think there is a time to just really let it soak in. And Jackie, again, he came from the women's side. I talked about all season, how the men and women had similar seasons, right? Where they were going up and down, ebbs and flows. So he can speak to the fact that he understands trying to really get in a rhythm and trying to find a groove and trying to find some consistency and not, and break away from that consistently inconsistent energy. So all in all, 
We got to give extend grace. Yeah, he might not be your first choice, second choice, third choice, even fifth choice. I heard some murmurs, you know, people wanted, you know, other guys to take on the chance. And people are saying, well, listen, Carolina doesn't even look tough anymore. They're not hard-nosed, greedy. Nobody's scared of Carolina at this point. You don't feel like, ooh, because he got NC on his chest, that anybody's going to want to be, like, anybody's scared of that. At the end of the day, I think guys get recruited to play at Carolina for a reason. And hopefully the guys who have played at Carolina can pour into the fact to these young men that you do play for North Carolina for a reason and people are always going to want to beat you regardless of if you're good about it or otherwise. Like, ask Clemson of the world who were trying to have one victory in Chapel Hill, right? Ask, you know, the Pitts and the Wake Forests of the world who are trying to get back to beating them on a consistent basis. Carolina is Carolina is Carolina. So the fact that Carolina has had some close games against some teams you probably never heard of, the fact that they got beat by Marquette, Carolina, want, people want to beat them. So maybe the guys who've experienced it firsthand can pour into these current players because they're going to need a lot of love, right? We're going to really have to <laughs> buy into a different system on several fronts, right? So I would love to know how y'all are feeling about it. What are your thoughts towards these coaches? Were you right, spot on? You knew somebody was going to get the opportunity? Or you like, listen, I don't care who it is. I'm still trying to get over Roy retiring. I'm not quite there yet in my ministry of, you know, being over it. Are you still feeling the way about Coach Davis? Let's keep it a band. We we family here, right? There are some people that are still questioning whether or not he'll be able to turn this program around. Understandable. He hasn't proven it on paper as a head coach of, of a team of this caliber. I get that. But if the pit, if the bar is low key, the bar ain't in hell, but it's close, right? We can't go anywhere but up. Losing the first game of the NCAA tournament, there's nowhere to go but up. So I think Carolina has plenty of room to get better. So I think everyone just needs a little patience. Can we extend some grace? I, I would know that coach would want you to do that, but I figured as much that we need to figure it out one way or the other. So are you betting on Carolina? to do well this season with this coaching staff, are you still a little bit worried? Well, I'm here to tell you, if you're going to bet, you might as well do with betonline.ag. The fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. If you want to bet on Carolina this season, I'm trying to tell you, sign up today for a free account. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. Sometimes they throw a little free bet your way. Right, just for participating, follow them on social bet online AG. They'll give you an opportunity to win big. So you just gotta download today, go to the website or the mobile device, and if you do that, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code locked on, and again, tell them we sent you. Period. Cool. As we wrap up, let me remind you: Are you ready? For NFL Draft, join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get podcasts. So we're wrapping up today's show, reminding you that, look, we got four new coaches, really five, coming into UNC men's basketball program. Can they switch things? Can they make it Carolina of new? Can they give you Carolina of old? <laughs> it seems like 
because of their history, they want to get back to their roots, which can be good if you think about it because they're national, you know, they've been on national championship type teams. They played in the NBA. That's where we're trying to take our guys. So I'm not really seeing the negative side. The only negative side could be the fact that they, we haven't seen it firsthand. So there is a healthy set of skepticism because you haven't seen them do it. But also, if I can, I can only do so much as a coach anyway. Can we take it there? Can we talk about it? If you are a coach, I can only pour into you so much. I, you can't, I can't want it. I can't out want it for you. So at the end of the day, we just got to make sure when Hewitt Davis is on this recruiting trail, he ensures that he's finding the right guys who are ready to put in the work, who are ready to get better, who have their Carolina goggles off. You know, they're beyond the champagne goggles. They see it for what it is. It takes work to be a champion, <laughs> right? It doesn't happen overnight. And you can't just be a one and done here at Carolina for right now. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. De'Aaron Sharp was lucky, right? We had, we had a couple one-offs. But that's Carol, it doesn't seem to be what Carolina's program is. So maybe two years. Let's give it to him, right? I almost got my little church clap in there. Let's give it two years. <laughs> How long are you going to give this coaching staff, though, when it comes to coaching? Because I'm going to give players two years to get it right. Coaching, though. Are we giving three to four years and then we're asking different conversations? I certainly don't mind. I think we can come back and look, give it, give it three to four. Then if it doesn't, we'll see one full class go through. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see a couple guys go to the next level. And then we can evaluate whether or not Hubert Davidson staff have done the right thing. So I, I hear y'all. It's one thing to play. It's another thing to coach. It's another thing to coach guys to be at a better level. I understand the frustration because we've seen guys that have been on the current coaching staff and we understand that we still have not met expectations. I get it. But let's just extend grace. That's that's where I'm at on today's show. No, tomorrow's show, I might be over it. You never know. But today's show, I'm extending grace. Right? So there you have it. Hope you guys come back because as I promised you, we're going to talk football. But, you know, life of sports, things happen. Coaching staffs get announced. And things take priority. But I hope you come back tomorrow because it is going to be football-centric. Football Friday, we'll call it. Freestyle Friday because we're going to talk top of the dome, whatever we feel like conversating about. That's what we do here as a family. So make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. Leave five stars, all that good stuff. The more you leave five stars, the better it makes me feel, right? Can't wait to talk to y'all tomorrow. Be safe out there. Stay smart. Stay hydrated. You know, drink your water, mind your business. That's all we can do out here in these streets, right? As always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.